All right, biohackers, who doesn't love a yummy, creamy whey protein shake? Oh, it is such a treat. And I really love it as a meal replacement, post-workout recovery, maybe even a midday snack. So this is why I have to tell you about Puri Protein Powder. I absolutely love the bourbon vanilla flavor and the chocolate, but I think I got to go with the, the vanilla as my favorite. So it's smooth, it's delicious. And you know what else? It's pretty awesome that the flavors come from real natural ingredients like the bourbon vanilla seeds from Madagascar. And let's talk about quality because there's a lot of junk whey protein on the market that I would not recommend. So the Puree whey protein, it comes from pasture-raised cow's milk with no hormones, no GMOs, and no pesticides. This is because Puree's mission has always been to be the best at offering pure, clean, and superior products that, that support health and well-being. And what I think truly sets them apart is that they are fully transparent with their product testing. Every batch is third-party tested against more than 200 contaminants and certified clean by the Clean Label Projects. Not all brands can say this. Plus, each product contains a QR code so you can personally scan it and review the test results at home. I know you're excited to try it out. So what you're going to do is head on over to puri.com slash biohackerbabes. That's P-U-O-R-I.com slash biohackerbabes. And then make sure you use promo code biohackerbabes at checkout to save 20%. All right, let's get back to the show. We're digging deep and asking the questions we need to ask. Years of stress and not just emotional. I was depleting my body. I was malnourished. I'm working out like crazy. I'm eating all these healthy foods. How could I not be well? We have to get back to the basics. We can change the way our genes are expressed. Anyone that wants to improve their health or upgrade their health, they should be biohacking. My name is Renee. And I'm Lauren. We are the Biohacker Babes. We're sisters and we're joining forces to empower you to become your own biohacker and upgrade your life. The Biohacker Babes podcast aims to create insight into the body's natural healing abilities, strengthen your intuition, and empower you with techniques and modalities to optimize your health and wellness. Because life is too short to not feel your best every single day. This podcast offers health, fitness, and nutritional information and is designed for educational purposes only. You should not rely on this information as a substitute for, nor does it replace professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have any concerns or questions about your health, you should always consult with a physician or other healthcare professional. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the show. Welcome to episode 65 of the Biohacker Babes. I'm Lauren and I'm here with my sister Renee. Hey everyone. Welcome, welcome. We have a guest for you today. Her name is Ingrid De La O. She is the founder of Two Soul Wellness. We had an awesome conversation with her. She is just so, so lovely. And I wasn't exactly sure where the conversation was going to go because we wanted to highlight her company that makes superfood smoothies. But we actually kind of turned in a direction that shed some light on sourcing of superfoods and ingredients and the quality of our food and water. I think this is an amazingly educational interview that I'm, I'm very excited for everyone to hear. Renee, any big takeaways from you? 
Yeah. I mean, I also just really loved hearing her personal journey. I think there's so many other people out there that have experienced something like that, or maybe they're going through it right now. And it's really inspirational to hear that getting diagnosed with a disease is not the end all be all. I mean, there's things you can do. I think so. I think people will really appreciate hearing her story and just know that you can biohack your way back to health, basically. Yeah. A biohacker for sure. (laughs) She is. She's awesome. I feel like she's one of us and just a a lovely human being. So I'm going to read you her bio and then we'll bring her on. So Ingrid Dilla O is a wellness expert living in Los Angeles. She's been featured in New York Times bestselling books, number one iTunes podcast, and written about in magazines such as Vogue, The Guardian, Malibu Magazine, and more. Born and raised in Mexico City, she's the co-founder and health formulator at Tussol Wellness. She's passionate about everything biohacking and loves to spend time learning everything there is to know about yourselves. Ingrid has spent years studying functional nutrition and is a superfood expert. She formulated the Two Soul Smoothie Collection that cured both her Crohn's disease and postpartum depression within a period of four months. Awesome. She's going to explain that story even further, but really awesome. And at the end of the episode, if you are interested in checking out these smoothies, which I'm pretty sure you will be, (laughs) we have a Biohacker Babes discount of 20%. The code is biohackerbabes. And you can find the link in our show notes. All right, let's do it. Ingrid, we are so happy to have you with us today. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me in your show. I've been so excited since you invited me. Um, I think it's been two months. I've been really following you on Instagram and checking you guys out. And I love the posts and your workouts. Oh, thank you. And same, we've been following you. I've been drinking your smoothies. Yay. <laughs> Lots yes. of excitement. Yeah. So Ingrid, I think you are an amazing example of being your own health detective and biohacker. And that's everything that this podcast is about. You went through your own health struggles. You had gut dysfunction and the postpartum. And you really took yourself on your own journey to healing. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people around the world really fall victim to a diagnosis from traditional medicine. They end up just taking prescribed medications because it seems like the only way. But you, I think like us, you got bit by the curiosity bug yeah. <laughs> and, and you knew to look deeper and you found the importance of creating your own health. So I would love to just hear today on the show, your own journey, how you found that path through your own struggles. Yeah. So like a lot of your biohacker listeners, I got tired of relying on someone else to fix my problems. Most of us, most of us want that doctor or that guru to figure out what's wrong with our bodies and are looking for that silver bullet, right? To fix Mm -hmm. it. So we can continue on our comfort zone. You know, I had the humbling experience of, of, uh, getting or, or hitting absolute, absolute, rock bottom. And it was, uh, it took me on a completely different journey in my life. I used to, uh, my background is graphic design, so it's completely different from what I do now. And um, I wouldn't have called it biohacking six years ago. I think it was more of a desperation to find an answer, to continue to live, to find a purpose in my life. So yeah, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease six years ago. I had a um, heterotopic pregnancy. And for those of you who don't know what that is, it's basically two simultaneous pregnancies with separate implantation sites. So one of the embryos got stuck in the fallopian tube and had to be removed. 
that followed with uh, appendicitis. And I was just basically in and out of the hospital with surgeries, multiple surgeries. After I had my son, I had uh, uh, a severe postpartum depression. I had so much, I mean, I had so much going on. I was only 29 years old at that time. And uh, if you would have asked me, Ingrid, how old are you? I would have said to you, I'm 80. I feel like I'm 80. Because I would think that about, I would say that to myself, like, you're not 29, you're, you're 80. He had a whole journey of trying to figure out what was wrong with me. It's after I got diagnosed, I was left just putting the clues together because I wasn't getting any answers anywhere. Supposedly there was this number one gastrointestinal doctor here in LA and someone told me about her and I said, oh my gosh, that's it. This is it. She's going to fix me. She's going to figure out what's wrong with me. She's going to fix me and I'm going to continue with my life. It took me about, I don't know, like eight months to get an appointment with her. By the time I got into her office, I was like, okay, this is it. I had everything written down. This is what I eat. This is what I do. She's going to ask me all these questions. And so when I walked in, it was a five minute consultation. Okay. I see that you have Crohn's. Uh, There's nothing you can do about it. It's (sighs) genetics. And I looked at her and I said, are you sure it has nothing to do with food? No, honey has nothing to do with food. You, you, this is how you're going to live. And um, I'm going to prescribe you. This is a medication that you're going to have for the rest of your life and go to the front desk and get your prescription. And uh, you could see me back in like a few months. And I was destroyed. I was like, okay, <laughs> I was waiting eight months. And this is a five minute thing that I already know. There's nothing that, you know, you get, you, I mean, you're just giving me new drugs. And so I walked away with steroids. And um, at the time, I couldn't afford that medication because it, it was out of my network and it was uh, about $1,000 a month that I had to spend on the medication. Gosh. Yeah. So, I mean, every day I was bloated, intense pains, foggy brain, tired. And for those of you that don't know what Crohn's disease is or what it does is basically everything that you eat feels like you're, you're eating a Brillo pad. It's very, very, very painful. To the point that I was just a hermit. I wouldn't leave my house because what's the point of leaving my house? I'm going to be in pain. I'm not going to enjoy this party. I'm not going to be present when you're talking to me because I'm in pain. Yeah. So it got so bad that I was contemplating suicide. I said, this is no way to live. And I'm making everybody around me miserable. I'm not being a mother. I'm not present. I'm not, I can't, I don't even have the energy to play with my son. I told myself it was, it was so cliche. I've never done uh, new year's resolutions or anything, but it was the, the beginning of the year. And I said, my, and I told myself, I got to find a solution. Otherwise I, I, I need to die. This, this is my, my thoughts. And so I said, okay, I'm going to try something that I haven't tried before. And I'm going to take matters into my own, my own hands and I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. And because if I end up taking my life without trying, then at least I have to try something. And so that's when I went into the rabbit hole of just trying to understand what, what was going on with me and trying to understand what this disease and, and what everything that brought me there, because I didn't just wake up with Crohn's disease. No one does. It's something that it's, uh, it's a series of events that's going to get you there. And it's a series of events that's going to get you out of there. And it's also, your body is always giving you clues to everything. We just choose to ignore them 
we choose to blame them, those symptoms on something else. So we blame it on stress. We blame it on work. Oh yeah, I have this headache because of, you know, I'm so stressed out at work or I'm, I'm, or this happened in my life or that happened in my life. We just blame it on other things, but the body is always telling you, Hey, I need this. Hey, uh, listen to me, listen to me. And we, you know, choose to ignore that. Yeah. So Crohn's disease is, a, uh, it, it's an inflammatory, inflammatory bowel disease. It, it causes inflammation and scarring in the gut lining of both the small and the large intestine. That's what it is. So I left that consultation with a doctor, just trying to connect the dots. It, it was a, it was a long journey. So the first thing that I did was I walk into Pepperdine's library and I said, okay, this is where I'm going to find the answers because try to Google diets, right. Or try to Google, uh, <laughs> yeah, good luck. what should I eat? <laughs> <laughs> right. You're going to be hit everywhere, a vegan, paleo. You, you're going to have all these confusing diets that, and it was happening to me before because I would Google that. I'm like, okay, well, well, I'm so confused. I'm just going to look into it later and later. And I always put it in the back burner. And I always saw, you know, like there's like, I think like years ago, or still do, there's like some people that say they're healthy and they only eat, you know, lettuce and tomatoes with like boiled chicken on the side. And then they go right in. the yeah. three food diet yeah yeah, yeah. exactly it's like, <laughs> no diversity at all no diversity that's it they're boiled chicken boiled chicken oh yeah and it's like is that gonna be memes is that gonna be the person that's gonna be just eating boiled chicken that sounds so boring and 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 i i i don't even know you know where to start from there but um i didn't have to go far enough i looked at my diet and i was like, okay that makes a lot of sense i was eating a lot of uh, uh junk food i love junk food i love chipotle um, I loved in and out. I was having in and out like three times a week. And the reason why is it was, it was because it was super convenient. That's it. It was just fast, fast food that I didn't have to think about it. I didn't have to learn how to cook. I didn't have to, it was just given to me. Right. So I started going deep in the hole because I, look, I wanted to get out of these medications. I know that medications were doing something. They were helping some symptoms, but they were giving me an avalanche of other side effects. And one of those side effects was, was postpartum depression, severe depression. And so, so you did end up taking the medication that that- I did the, end up the taking The number medication. one gastro gave you. Yes, I was taking steroids for months and, and I saw the, the symptoms of, not to be TMI, but it, you get a lot of uh, bloody stools. And to me, that was super embarrassing because for a long time, I hid it from people. I hid it from my husband. I didn't, and I didn't tell him for maybe a year and a half that I was having that because how could I tell my husband, oh, hey, honey, I'm, I'm having bloody stools. To me, that was super embarrassing. Now it's like I talk about it, you know, talk about it to everyone I know because <laughs> when I started opening my mouth, I realized that it was super common that mm -hmm. most people have gut yeah. issues. And it's yeah, no one the, wants to talk about it. No one wants to talk about it because it's, 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 I understand. I was there. I was, I was super embarrassed to talk about it. I didn't want to talk about like being, you know, being bloated and, and having gas <laughs> and having all these issues. And so. Yeah, um, it might kill the romance for a minute, but TMI is a good thing. <laughs> yeah. A useful thing. As soon as I told my, my husband, he was like, I'm sorry, what? You've been having this for a whole a year and a half and you never told me. It's like, I was like super embarrassed. But one of the number one, do you know the number one reason why people miss work? It's, it's gut issues. 
Isn't that crazy? Mm -hmm. So as soon as I started talking about it to people, I understood that, wow, like most people have issues, this type of issues. If it's, if it's not Crohn's, it's some sort of IBS. So that's why it's, if you're having gut issues, please talk about it to other people because you, you know, you could get answers and, and you could get a more clear mind and, and, uh, but yes, so I started, um, studying Ayurveda. I, Started started studying Chinese medicine, Mayan medicine, and uh, this type of I, I realized that this type of medicines have many commonalities, and the focus of the systems is on the person as as a whole rather than the disease, like Western medicine. So the systems fundamentally aim to promote health and enhance the the quality of life, and so I I, I wanted that. So I saw this this these common denominators. I was like, okay. Let's focus on the whole instead of just focus on that symptom, start chasing symptoms because everything is connected. You know, if we just end up isolating one, one symptom, you know, trying to se- separate things, it, it just doesn't work. It, nothing, everything works together. I really, one, one of my first goals was to get out of these medications. And here's the deal. We absolutely need drugs right? Not drugs in the way that we're taking them today, because they're way too isolated and too concentrated that they tend to throw us out of balance. So we need plant medicine and we are extremely deficient in plant medicine. Uh, Just like vitamin deficiency, we're not taking enough plant medicine in our diet. And that's how indigenous people used to do it or are still doing some parts of the world where they take their medicine and their food at the same time in one place. And that's when pharmaceutical companies come in and they sell those plant medicines back to us, right? That's, that's yeah. what happens. So where do we start, right? Our diets are full of inflammatory foods with high amounts of free radicals, foods that sequester oxygen in the body. There's, there's not enough antioxidants, no more, no, not enough diversity. So it's important to, to eat a diet that, that is full of diversity. And so that's when I, I started to... Uh, getting to superfoods and getting into these foods that that have all these amazing active ingredients, and so I started studying each of the the uh, of these superfoods that have been studied for thousands of years in Eastern medicine. And there is uh, the number one question that I get: Is there scientific backup in this in the superfoods? Uh, when when I talk about my smoothies, that's actually just hire a marketing company, and then the first question is like, "Well, you're saying that you know, this your your smoothies do all this stuff, but is there a scientific backup?" It's like there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of this uh, double blind studies on the superfoods. Yes, there is. They yeah. they they do. I mean, there's they have these amazing active ingredients, and the the most amazing part about the superfoods is that. That if you really study these active ingredients, there's uh, there's different enzymes that you could combine them with. You could combine them with other superfoods that that work work as catalysts with each other. They 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 boost each other's properties. So, for example, there's uh, chaga mushroom, and if you combine chaga mushroom with maca root, they'll boost each other's antioxidants. They'll boost each other's uh, superoxide dismutase, and so it's like a beautiful combination. Yeah, that's and so, amazing. Yeah, so that that's when I so when I found all these studies, I wouldn't. I, I mean, I started reading everything 
about these superfoods. And so I started putting together a list of my ailments. Okay, what is wrong with Ingrid? There is obvious inflammation. There's obvious brain fog. You tell your regular doctor, I have brain fog. They're going to send you to a psychologist or psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Um, Unbelievable. But yes. And then there's, um, you know, oxidative stress. And I had... um, I mean, low energy, my, my neurotransmitters were off. So I started putting together a list of those things. And it's like, what are the superfoods? What are the active ingredients in the superfoods that are known to help with that, help with postpartum, help with all of this? And so I put together my, my ailments and I put together the list of superfoods and I started putting them together like a Jenga puzzle. Okay, so if I combine chaga and maca, and then if you add maki berry, which has is rich in delphinidine, which is an, a really amazing antioxidant. And so I started putting them together to make myself smoothies. And the reason why I, I made them into smoothies is because I wasn't able to digest anything. Anything solid would hurt my stomach. So I knew that I had to take them in pre-digested, first of all. And that's the only way that um, my body was going to be, be able to absorb, especially fiber, especially all these other things that I wasn't able to have. I mean, my, my digestive enzymes were off. So within, I want to say within a month, I started seeing my energy levels completely change. So just to give you an example of what I was going through, um, I would wake up at nine in the morning and go back to bed at noon. That was my day, my entire day. And would sleep that long from noon to nine in the morning. Wow. This is what was happening to me. And uh, I had a nanny that was taking care of my son and that, that would kill me that I just seeing her being the mother and me just showing up in the morning. It's like, Hey, you know, and I felt groggy, like throughout the day I was, I felt like I couldn't even drive a car because I felt like I was kind of drunk from this is while you were on the steroids. This is why I was on the steroids. This is what, well, I was on everything. I felt like I was drunk most of the time. It's like, I can't possibly drive a car because I, I mean, I could, I, I, can't, I can't even like keep my eyes open. And so that's the only thing I wanted that kept me going. I wanted, the only thing I wanted was to have energy to be able to play with my son. That's all I wanted. I didn't care about losing weight. I didn't care about any of that. And so within a month, I started to get my energy back. One of the, the uh, byproducts of that was I lost 30 pounds. Within a month and a half, I would, uh, I remember going into the farmer's market and because Malibu was so little. So you go to a farmer's market, you'll run into the whole neighborhood. And so I remember going to the farmer's market and people would pass me by, not recognize me. And then people would be like, Ingrid, is that you? I'm like, yeah, it's me. I, we want, I want to know everything that you're doing. And so I started... <laughs> You know, I started sharing my smoothies with other people. I was like, okay, what's what's your what's your ailment? What's your what, what do you feel? Oh, I have low energy. I have this and that. Okay, uh, say no more. So I would make you know smoothie mixes for people, and I would just go to their house and just make them a thirty day batch. And that's what I was doing around Malibu. And I wasn't making any money out of it. I was I, I was just giving them to people because it was just giving me so much joy to sh- to be able to share what I had just found. That's how I started into um that's how that's when I moved in, into the wellness community too and um making, yeah I mean just all the knowledge you had learned you I'm sure realized you could help so many other people oh yeah so I mean it was helping me that. tremendously and so I understood that there there has to be I had to 
continue with I had to continue with a biodiversity of medicinal foods that's lacking in our diet. Do you know, you know, it's, it's shocking, but there's this statistic that most people's source of antioxidant comes from coffee. That's basically it. That's there. And it's probably moldy coffee. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Crappy, yeah. crappy coffee. Let's talk about that, right? <laughs> it's, Are it's they crazy. actually getting any benefit from the antioxidants? Maybe oh. just leaving them at, at ground zero. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's funny that you talk about that because when I started sourcing and started to understand sourcing and and uh, the FDA, I started to realize most food is moldy and most food is, it was shocking to find that the FDA doesn't require for, if you have a, a, an organic certification, that's all they care about. They don't require you to test for heavy metals. There's no, it's no requirement to test for mold for pathogens, to test for uh, pesticides, to test for other stuff. And so that's extra that you have to pay. So as a company, most companies will be like, well, if it's not required, I'm not going to test for that. And so a lot of the times when I was um, sourcing for all types of superfoods, I've because I, I test them, I make sure if I'm, I'm going to add something in my smoothies, I want to make sure that there's no, I'm not giving people heavy metals or giving people other stuff, right? Yeah. Actually, I remember a few years ago, there was a big article that came out about all the organic plant-based smoothies that were coming back really high in heavy metals. Because mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. You're right. Like They probably just didn't want to pay for that extra testing, but they had the organic. Yeah. Once you, on once you have a certification from a farmer saying that's organic, it's, it's fine. So um, a lot of companies mm. get their stuff from a certified organic from China and it's like, cool. It's it's, it's organic. They have the certification. All right, bring it over. And then they ship it over and then they sell it. But oh. to me, when I learned that, I was like, no, are you kidding me? I don't know what happens on the boat. I don't know what happens when it gets, you know, in, in transit or I don't even know if what kind of water they use to, to, to water these organic foods. Yeah. Water. That's a huge one. It's huge. And so I learned, um, so everyone told me, cause one of my, my formulations has cacao. And so everyone said, oh, you have to get the ceremonial cacao from Peru. And so I was searching. I searched all over pretty much Peru. And um, I searched all these organic farmers. And I want to say that all of them in Peru came back from high, really high in cadmium. Mm, yes. Cad- cadmium is, is it's a heavy metal that is a, a, a neurotoxin. And it will take your antioxidants. It will strip you from your glutathione. It will strip you from your um, superoxide dismutase. But it's also cadmium will stay in your body for up to the half-life of cadmium is 20 years, by the way. That's the half-life of cadmium. That means it stays in your body for more than 40 years. So I couldn't get it from from Peru. So I ended up finding it from the Dominican Republic. It came out clean, but that happens pretty much, I mean, I have over 28 superfoods that I had to source and I had to, I mean, search the world to find the cleanest because I was shocked about, by the, the, the amounts of, of, of heavy metals that were in, in this, in this, um, in this foods. And it, yeah, it all comes from, from the water, the soil, and especially uh, turmeric. That one, that one was really hard to find as well. Uh, that one was uh, really high in lead. Um, Are there any foods that you've completely 
taken off of your, I guess your, your search list because you just can't find it. Like something you really wanted to use uh, and it's just not possible. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, a couple of superfoods that really killed me. Um, but I love the combination of maquis berry, which is a, a wild berry that grows in uh, Costa Rica. That one was, oh, oh, sorry, combination of maquis berry and mulberry. I couldn't find mulberry and that killed me because they, they have a specific antioxidant, which is called delphinidine. And uh, the combination of, of the antioxidants will boost each other. And so mulberry, I couldn't find. It was full of, of heavy metals. And have wow. to drop it. So, so is that any mulberries that probably are bought in the bulk food section or even package section of a health food store? I'm sorry, what was the question? Just buying mulberries in the grocery store, health food store. You think that's true across the board? Because I mean, I, could, potentially... I couldn't find the powder mulberry. I'm not sure about the fresh mulberry, probably. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the powder version, I couldn't find it without heavy metals. And it's crazy. You think about all these amazing combinations or concoctions that are not on just smoothie packets, yeah. but any any packaged food, even if it's labeled as a health food, I guess that's interesting for me to now think, oh, what could that have been? But the sourcing wouldn't have been good enough. Yeah. So yeah. the one thing I tell people, hey, listen, if you are going to consume something every single day, let's say that you are really into taking turmeric every single day. If that's something that you're going to put in your body, make sure you contact the people that make your capsules or the people that make your powder and make sure you ask them, do you have, uh, do you do a, a, a third-party uh, certification or, or third-party testing for this, for, for heavy metals? Because yeah. there's one so thing, important. a lot of these companies have a lab in their company with in-house, but um, I mean, they could easily turn the eye, right? Well, it's a little bit high on cadmium, but it's fine. It's just sure, you can make anything right? pass. Yeah. No, yeah. take it, take it to a third. I mean, if they take it to a third party lab, do you have a certification and do you actually do testing? That's super important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the things that I saw as well is it's the extraction methods that that they do because when you're buying something, you want to see the highest amount for of, of a specific active ingredient. For example, and let me go back to turmeric. It's widely known. Curcumin, right? It's the active ingredient of turmeric. And so anything that is 85% curcuminoids, anything that is more than 85% curcuminoids has been extracted with hexanes and petroleum. Oh, wow. Think, <laughs> think about that, right? So yeah. it, it goes through these harsh methods of extraction, but hey, you're getting 95%. <laughs> right. Right. It's on the label. Yeah. It's It'd be appealing to some people. They're, they're, they're so proud. It's like big letters, 95% curcumin and organic, whatever. Right. But it's, hey, there's a lot of petroleum. There's a lot of hexanes in there. So anything above 85, stay away from. 80, anything uh, below 85, it's it's uh, mostly extracted with uh, water. So you want those companies that extract with uh, with uh, alcohol or, or, or water. And same thing with ashwagandha and same thing with a lot of other superfoods. So you got to really, really do your homework because if that's something that, like I said, if that's something that you're going to have every single day and it's going to accumulate in your body, make sure you do your, your, your research on that. Yeah, yeah. I think this is such an incredible take-home message for people because I think more of these, you know, plant medicines are becoming so well-known that people are just running out to, I don't know, Costco or Walmart and they're like, oh... I can buy it here for really cheap. 
And then you're right, they're taking it every day. And so it's like, are they really getting any benefit when they're also dumping in all these toxins? So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the goal sourcing. is to remove the toxins, the junk food right. and everything else we're being exposed to. Right. And yeah. I think that's also a huge lesson for us as health practitioners. I've noticed if I've ever, you know, shared some education on a, a product that has a, a benefit and has science to back it up. And I've seen on many occasions people will run out and buy another version of it. Mm-hmm. And they think, oh, I, I'm I'm engaging in this practice. I'm like, wait, you you missed the point. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason why this particular method or this particular product really does work. Mm-hmm. Or if you go the other direction, you're you're actually doing more harm. So as a health educator, I've learned I have to be very, very specific with sharing yeah, and sharing the why and all of the information behind it. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, consumers are so misled. We're so easily swayed. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, just asking, you could ask the com- whatever company that you're buying from, because you have the right to ask. If you're buying them from them, you have to, the right to ask, hey, what, what kind of uh, extraction process do you use? Do you have certifications on heavy metals? And, 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 and most companies that do extra uh, testing will have that on their website because they're so proud of it. Yeah. Right. Because it costs more money and they oh, want to show yeah. that off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. I have to say good for you for taking that step with your company. I mean, that really means a lot to us, to consumers, you know, for you to go that extra step is really awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, and and it was so important for me because I I, I went through all this stuff. I had, you know, everything. I was Humpty Dumpty and I I was really, (laughs) I'm still sensitive to heavy metals. I'm sensitive to mold. And so it's, it's, I don't want that for other people. I'm going to say this, this is what it's going to do for you. I'm not going to turn my eye and be like, well, there's a little bit of heavy metals in there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I had a similar issue with heavy metals. I, my mercury toxicity, it was off the charts. And, and our dad is a biological dentist who, you know, has been preaching about the dangers of mercury, you know, since the mid eighties. So when I ran my tests, we're like, how, how could I have high mercury? You know, I never had silver fillings and avoided the whole dental piece, but I ate a lot of tuna fish as a kid. Tuna fish, so and it's, it's, it's in our water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I thought I was doing everything right. And here yeah. I am with like off the charts, mercury levels. So that's so cool that you dad, your dad is a biological dentist. I posted a video maybe a few months ago about mercury and uh, fillings. I got mm. so much lashback from uh, dental students. I'm not surprised at oh, all. Like, where is your, who are you to say this stuff? And wh- where are you, your um, sources? And where are you getting this information from? It's mm. like, you're putting mercury in somebody's yeah. mouth. Can you know, what never made sense to me is there dentists are trained that the mercury has to be, you know, it's considered a toxin when it's in your hand until it's in the patient's mouth. And then it's fine. And then once you remove it from the patient's mouth to dispose of it, it is considered toxic waste. As if your body's just going to safe keep. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and, but, uh, and not react to it. Yeah. That's insane. It's crazy. But it's also when you're, when I guess when you get a, a, a if you have fillings and, and, and you have uh, people de- clean your teeth, a dental hygienist, right? They, they get exposed because it, it turns into a vapor. Right. And, and how about uh, when you drink your hot cup of coffee with those fillings? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so like, you're supposed to be wearing a hazmat. Like if you're going to be handling it, working yeah. on people's teeth like that, but these people are not, he's wearing a little yeah. tiny mask. Right. 
When actually really big news came out this week, I don't know if you both saw it, but the FDA has created more restrictions on who should not have silver fillings. Um, pregnant women, children under the age of six there. I mean, it was a long list, which is great, but anyone that has a neurological condition should not have them. Like now you say that, like, what does that say for the rest of us? How about Parkinson's? How about everyone? But (laughs) okay. Good start. start. (laughs) And that's crazy that your dad, since the eighties, he's being an advocate for that. Yeah, I mean, he took a lot of heat for it. I'm sure I mean, he did. You I can mean, imagine in 1985 when he was talking about that. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I, I did one post. And I, got a little left, right. but one I can't post. believe that. And still 2020 that people are, especially students, that's crazy. Well, it's crazy. I'm actually, um, it took me a long time to find a biological dentist because they're hard to find. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm going to go and get, because I fell when I was little. So I have this tooth that is fake and I'm trying to get everything off of it and just get mm. get it done properly. Okay. Oh, um, so anyway, sorry, the mercury tangent, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's important. So important. But so important. if we could just back up like maybe one step, you started sure. to mention the quality of water. In our mm-hmm. soil and our food, treating these superfoods. Can you talk about the importance of good quality water? Well, that that is, um, I want to say that's health 101, right? So that's one <laughs> of the first things I, I, I looked into because a lot of times people are are, are jumping in and I, I talk to a lot of people that are like, oh, I got, you know, like my whole red light, you know, system in my house and I have this and that, all this like very expensive biohacking equipment. And then I ask, well, okay, great. What, what kind of water are you drinking? Oh, tap water. Tap water. Or bottled water. It's like, how about we go to Health 101 and get, let's get that settled first? Yeah. Because there's nothing, I mean. There's nothing more powerful. No, and I, I want to say, if you guys have are in front of the computer, go to ewg.org and I think it's slash tap water. We Put love in that zip code, Right? Put in your zip code in there. And it will give you a rundown of everything that is currently in coming out of your faucet. Everything it's that's terrifying. coming out of water. It's terrifying. Yeah. You get glyphosate, you get heavy metals, you get other disgusting stuff that's in your water. So let's say, you know, you're, you're being a good person and, and, and taking all these supplements and then, but then you're putting them back <laughs> when, you're, right. when you're drinking this, this water. You're getting um, antibiotics, your neighbor's oh, yeah. pharmaceutical drugs. You and then yes. So I think I think it was 2018 when the water in um, major states got tested. Specifically, Philadelphia came back with 50 types of different traces of different pharmaceuticals. 50 traces of pharmaceuticals. You're talking about hormones. You're talking about antidepressants. You're talking about steroids. Whatever people are 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 taking in is going to come out somewhere. <laughs> Right. And it goes into the, yeah. the, the water recycling facility. And to be able to recycle that water uh, has to go through a lot of harsh chemicals. So I want you to try to do that in your house. I want you to grab your, your, your sewer water and try to uh, turn that into clear water. Your clear, I mean, you're going to have, you're going to use a lot, a lot of harsh chemicals to turn it into clear water. Yeah, I'm sure. Something that should be a natural resource. It's so hard to actually get the real thing. Yeah. So, you know, in thousands of years ago, we got our water from natural resources, like you said. Uh, today, we get our water from the middlemen. I had no idea um, that it came 
you know, most of my water that it's coming out of the faucet comes from the, these recycling facilities. So I always tell people, look, starve, you know, your water, that's health 101, get yourself a, a good water filter, throw away that, that Brita filter, right? Most people have... Oh. Terrible, terrible. Does it do anything? <laughs> no, no. The only no. thing that it does, it's actually <laughs> on the label. You just have to completely pay attention to the label and read it properly. The label says, <laughs> the label says that it's only going to change the the taste of the water. It's going to hide the taste of chlor uh, 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 chlorine in the water. Oh, they haven't oh. even lied to any of us. People just people can't read, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, but it's on the label. It's like it's it's only yeah. going to change the taste of the water. It doesn't oh. do anything else. So um, what, for someone that's just getting started with this, what kind of filter or process would you recommend? Yeah, so there's there's different ones. I mean, I always go for uh, reverse osmosis. The problem with reverse osmosis and other filters that, I mean, they will filter everything out. They'll filter everything. So we'll have, you, you would have to do, you would have to add minerals back into the water because otherwise mm-hmm. it's very if the water doesn't have any minerals and that's where that's why water is very it's, it's conductive because of the minerals yeah, it's if, full of life yeah it's full of life you know that's why in in labs distilled water is used a lot because it doesn't have um there's not a, there's not a lot of conductivity in the water but it also also when you ingest that water it will take minerals from you mm-hmm. so I go, I do reverse osmosis, but I have, uh, I add electrolytes back into my water and there's a way to do it. I have a recipe on my blog that I could give you. I add my magnesium hydroxide and I carbonate the water. So the, when you add uh, carbonation into the water with my magnesium hydroxide, it turns into magnesium bicarbonate, which is something that we used to have in the water thousands of years ago. We, it's no longer there. And that's where that's the main source of magnesium that we also used to have, which is water. It's no longer in our food. It's no longer in anything else. And so that's why a lot of people are super magnesium deficient. And so there's a recipe. It's very easy to do. It's a fifty dollar investment. You get a, a soda maker, a cheap soda maker, and then you get um, it's a pound. It's the bag is like a pound of uh, magnesium hydroxide, and it costs fifteen bucks. And that will last you for a whole year and a half. And so you could make that and have make batches of that and add, to add that into your water. That will give you your, your magnesium that we well, most of us need. And then I have another recipe where if you need electrolytes, then it has a you could add calcium carbonate in there, a potassium bicarbonate, and you could add sodium bicarbonate as well because they all work together in a synergistic manner. Sodium bicarbonate will uh, help the magnesium go into the cell. So it's like the Uber driver for magnesium. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah. So, so everything, everything is, it's like, a, it's like a seesaw. So when it comes to minerals, you, you got to be careful with that because they all work together. And so if you take a lot of one thing, make sure you, it's like, have you ever seen, you know, time travel movies? And in the time travel movies, they always tell you, if you go back in the past, you, if you change one thing, you're going to undo a lot of things. Cascade of effects. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's exactly what happens if you take a lot of uh, one mineral. And so if you're going to be taking magnesium, magnesium hydroxide or magnesium water, you got to make sure that you have a if you have a, a good source of calcium, because they work together, they bind in the same sites in the body, magnesium and, and calcium. So if you take one uh, more than the other, then you're going to have issues. Um, right. They all basically have like 
their sibling or their twin that goes with it, right? Like zinc yeah. and copper and calcium, magnesium. Yeah. yeah. So in today's diet, most people have a lot of calcium in their diet. People eat a lot of cheese or eat a lot of milk or dairy products, but um, there's not enough magnesium, right? So, and it's a very simple, simple uh, recipe. So I have a video on that in my, in my blog as well, but I'll give you um, at the end. Yeah, we would love to show that. Yeah. Oh, but by the way, uh, when you make this water, you you have to make sure that the water is doesn't have any of these toxins in there. So make sure that that water is either reverse osmosis or I also like using the Berkey the Berkey filter. Hmm. It's one of them. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a really good filter to have. The the best reverse osmosis filter would be I say I have pristine hydro. They actually do a very good job. It's it's a it's a reverse osmosis, but at the end of the cycle, they put magnesium bicarbonate back into the water. So mm. you get electrolytes in there. And then uh, that one's a little bit too expensive, but if you're looking for a more affordable one, I would say go for Omica Organics. They have a, a really good 12-step process uh, for cleaning the water as well. Very cool. Very good tips. Anything you want to add in about the potential dangers of bottled water? Oh, well, see, here's the thing. Some people then will go to bottled water, arms. right? And then most people don't know that bottled water comes from comes from tap water. So even if it says artisanal Just water. bottled crap. Yeah. Even if it says artisanal water or that it comes from a spring, uh, by law, it, it doesn't have to come from a spring. If 10% of the water comes from a spring and then the rest of them from tap, you could still label it spring water. Wow. Crazy. And, yeah, and put in put a nice picture on the front of water flowing over rocks and makes oh, it yeah, it's so crazy good. what labels can get away with. We just oh. had Todd White from Dry Farm Wines, and we talked all about the wine labeling industry. And it's like there's just no regulation. You can just put whatever you want on the label, and people will. There's no really regulation when it comes to tap water, you know. And then and then not only that, so they're putting the tap water into plastic bottles. And now let's talk about neurotoxins. Yeah, neurotoxins of the bottled water the BPAs and talk about the phthalates and the parabens and, and all that, that, that comes with plastic. And you start ingesting these nanoplastics that accumulate in your organs and then they hurt your gut. And look, the simple truth is that the water is one of the most important nutrients. There is nothing more fundamental to a healthy life than water. It's the foundation of most of, of all of the ecosystems of the planet. So, and half of our body weight is made up of water. So we certainly need, you know, we could get away with a few weeks without food, but only a few days without water. So right. this mm-hmm. is why it's important to know what's in your water and what, what, what are you, what are you drinking daily? Yeah. 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 Thank you for sharing that. More important than what you're eating. Oh, it's super important. And uh, I mean, after five minutes of absorption, so if I take a, a, a drink of my water, after five minutes, it's going to show up in the blood. It becomes part of your blood. So it's going to start running through your entire body system. It's going to be hydrating your entire organs. And so you got to make sure that that you're drinking. Choose wisely. Yes. It's, it's, it's completely clean. Otherwise, whatever else you're doing, you're undoing. You're just right. adding more toxins in there. Right, right. I noticed the three of us keep taking sips of our water as we... <laughs> and I'm thirsty now, all this water talk. Yeah, yeah. water was really important to me. So that recipe, uh, magnesium bicarbonate, I, I drink that every single day. And I haven't stopped drinking it for six years. And I can't... That's one thing that I could not... I mean, you, you, 
we go through different cycles of supplements, right? We get excited about a supplement. We'll take it for 30 days and then we'll forget about it. I mean, I have a whole cabinet <laughs> of supplements. But... Oh, no, yeah, I it's don't. candy. It's you fun. It's like, oh, cool. This is a new one. And then like, yep. you take it and then you forget. And so, but what, water should not be forgotten. Water, you should always, yeah. always uh, have a really clean source, especially also with you're showering with, with tap water. <laughs> Let's talk mm-hmm. about that. You know, your, your skin is your second mouth. And so there's a, a shower filters that you could, you could um, put in your, in your shower to try to uh, get some of these toxins off. Again, pristine hydro makes really good ones. Omica also makes really good ones, but uh, getting that fluoride out of the water, getting that, that chlorine, that's just going to mess up your, your, your gut because we're also cooking with this water, right? So that's one of the reasons why most of us have gut issues because there's no more biodiversity on our on our gut biome. We keep killing them. We can't keep them alive. And yeah, can so, you imagine a gastroenterologist actually talking about water if they're not even talking about food? Uh, it's crazy. No way. No. And, uh, and, you know, six years ago when I got into this whole um, biohacking world, no one was talking about water. There was one guy... Matt Blackburn, the only guy that was talking about water and the only guy, the reason why I got into, into water because of him. And, and that's, that's actually his, his recipe. He's made it different now, but I stick with the original, which is just, let's add all the electrolytes in there. Uh, yeah, I, I would love to see more people talking about water because it's, it's extremely important. Yeah. yeah well, kudos to you for putting such incredible intention and resources into your products and sharing this information about water and foods. Um, just to get back to your company, Tussol is amazing. I love that it's so convenient. It comes in, in packets. So just like you, I know you travel with your water, you can travel with these smoothie packets, right? Yeah. So that's the, that's the reason why I made it. Because again, the reason why I fell in, in, into fast food is because of convenience. And I think most people would agree that we're living in a world where I mean, I'm a mom and I'm, I, I don't want to be in the kitchen for two hours cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And so how do <laughs> I... Mean? never leave. No, I can never get anything done. You know, one of the, 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 the things that, that got me into um, making them individual, individual package like that is, it's like, okay, how do, I, how do I make my breakfast taste like ice cream? And how do I make it? Because I love ice cream. Um, that, that, that was one of my, my guilty pleasures. So how do I make it taste like ice cream and make it so nutrient dense? And also, how do I make it so it's not just one big tub of just protein, boring protein? And so I wanted to make it so it's functional. So, I mean, all my smoothies have a function and then you have, you know, diversity on, 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 on antioxidants. So every, every, every combination of the smoothies has uh, different types of uh, flavonoids that help feed the, micro, uh, the gut bacteria. That, and then I take that, I mean, when I used to travel back in the days, remember when you used to travel back in the days when traveling was a thing? <laughs> I miss it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. So take, I mean, it's, it was so easy just for me to take it, take that with me and just take it on the plane and just mix it with water. Um, yeah. I definitely appreciate the convenience and I know our audience will as well. So we're going to share your smoothie packets to sell wellness with everyone. Yeah. Can I jump in Ingrid? How did you come up with the name? What is to soul? Tuso means the uh, in Spanish because I'm Mexican. It means uh, tu sol means the sun within you. 
So that's, so that's what, you know, when I went into my journey, I realized that my whole life was trying to find happiness from outside sources and from, you know, trying to find that person that's going to fix me or trying to find that guru, trying to find that person. But, but in reality, it's in you. Happiness Uh is inside of you. You just have to dig deep. And then when you find it, when you find what's inside of you, you have to accept it and have to love what you find. And so that was super important to me, just just uh, finding it from, from within rather than to fi- try to find it somewhere else. Yeah, that's beautiful. So, I love that. Tuso is, is that, yeah, Tuso. I Tuso. love it. It's making me think of, I've heard you say that you like to take your, your biohacking or your health practices out into the world and you, you have no shame about it, right? Like you'll wear your red light glasses when you're traveling and carry your water and it's a great conversation starter, right? Like I'm imagining the sun within you, you're just carrying this around as education and empowerment for everyone. And I yeah, love that so much. It's, it's um, really important to take the stigma away and not be afraid to share that with people. Yeah. And then, and it's, it's, people are curious. People will ask me actually yesterday I had a conversation with someone and they said that they wanted to stop drinking, but they couldn't because they had to, they work in the wine industry. And it's like, wait, I just can't because um, it just, it's, it's such, there's, if I say that I don't want to drink or I don't want to have this, this glass of wine, they will look at me weird and they won't accept mm. me into their world. It's like, but if you tell them why you don't want to drink, people are also going to be more open and more interested in why, the reasons why you don't want to drink. And they're going to ask you questions. And people are, you know, if you if you open up and are vulnerable, people are going to welcome you. They're going to, yeah. people like most people. vulnerability. <laughs> and if most, they don't, some people may get triggered, but for the most part, I think people are are open and yeah. So, so, I mean, I, I, I'm like that. I, I, I take my water with me everywhere. And, uh, if I go to restaurants, people are like, well, what's in your water bottle? Why are you <laughs> like, I don't want to touch the restaurant's water, but this is what's in my water bottle. And then I'll just like go on a tangent about water. Yeah. And then people yeah. are you know, interested and, and they like what I, what, what they hear, you know, people are going to be grateful that I said it. If they don't, then that's fine. They, they, we, don't, we can't be friends. <laughs> right. When, when they're ready for it, they'll hear it. Yeah, and they'll take it in. Amazing. <laughs> well, Ingrid, you are you are such a biohacker, and you're really such an inspiration. I think just the whole journey that you've gone through, and to the biohacking you're doing today. And I wish everyone could see your setup because you've got the red light, the sauna, the blue blockers on. You've got the, <laughs> the full shebang there. I love it. It's awesome. But, so yeah, you've already shared some amazing wisdom with everyone, but we would love to close out with one more question. Sure. If you could give one piece of advice that people could start doing today to start impacting their health for their life this is really important so besides water i want to say to organize your mind and your body that's one of be what's been that's been a huge epiphany for me this actually this whole month because we tend to be so disorganized with how we we do our daily routine and the body needs to know, the body wants to know, we, we're just, the body wants to have a routine. And when you become disorganized with what you do in your life, you, you're going to just create stress for yourself. And so one of the things I tell people to do is to look at what you're doing, look at your routine. And if you could write down how you would schedule your day, if you schedule your meal times, if you schedule your 
movement times, the times that you're going to be moving and stretching, if you schedule your sleep times, not only wake up times, people, you know, schedule their wake up times by putting alarm clocks, also do the same thing for sleep times because sleep is another mm-hmm. huge foundation of health. That's actually the, the most important foundation of health. And so if you could just have a schedule, it will make your life easier and you're going to save yourself so much stress because then you're going to know what you're going to do throughout the day. For example, a lot of people have the problem of, you know, they skip breakfast and then by the time lunch comes, it's 4 p.m. And then they realize, oh my God, I'm starving. Their, Their sugar levels are completely low. So the first thing that people do is, I don't even have five minutes to cook something because I'm so hungry. So they're just going to open the fridge. And then the first thing they find, which, whether it's bread or crackers or whatever it is, they're just going to boom, just eat that. And so that's, you know, when people become, you know, super unhealthy or have really bad eating habits because they just wait until their blood sugar level drop. And so, but if you could schedule like, okay, at 1.30, I'm going to have lunch and if I'm not home for my lunch, I'm going to put an apple in my backpack so my sugar levels don't drop and I don't you know, go crazy eating something else. And so that's going to save you so much stress and so much time. And it's going to organize your mind and it's going to organize your body. So you got to keep those two connected. And the way to connect them is through organization. Yeah, you're right. I think a lot of the unhealthy eating habits people have is just a lack of planning. Yeah, exactly. That's one of my biggest pet peeves is when people say, I don't have time to cook or to eat healthy. Exactly. You do. You make the choice. (laughs) No, it's like, how about we rephrase that? And we don't say we don't have time. Just say it's not a priority. Exactly. That's exactly what they're saying. Yeah. 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 But it's convenient to get sick, isn't it? Well, I mean, and expensive, right? Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of the things, you know, people say, well, I, I just can't afford grass fed anything or this or that. It's like, well, wait until you get a hospital bill. Cause I'm yeah, still paying pay for it. Hosp- I'm still paying for mine. <laughs> mm. it's, 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 it's expensive. It's more expensive than anything. Um, yeah. 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 So, so it's just, I mean, I want to say just, just water and organize your, your life and just try to keep organized. Yeah. I think that's great. great. Yeah. Thank and you prioritize. for sharing that with us. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. You So Ingrid, we're so happy to have had you on the show and we are going to send our audience to you and to all of your resources so they can check out Two Soul. So the website is twosoulwellness.com and Two Soul also has the Instagram page and your personal Instagram page, right? Which we'll share in the show notes. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we're very happy to share this. We have been drinking the smoothies and I'm always finding new concoctions and ways to use it. I'm really loving it. Yeah, they are absolutely delicious. And if anyone wants to try it, you can actually get a discount with code biohackerbabes. Yay. So thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you for I having me. I have to say, me. I think my favorite is the banana. That's yes. actually my favorite too. Yeah, the banana is delicious. I wasn't expecting to love that one. It is really great. It's yeah. like the banana chaga. Yeah, that one. That, that so one's, good. Uh, good. It for... is a little bit like ice cream. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Ingrid. We had a blast talking to you today. Thank you for sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you, guys. And thanks to everyone for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Love this episode of the Biohacker Babes podcast? Head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We truly appreciate your support. Until then, happy biohacking. Happy biohacking.